Hello? Hello? I can still only hear it out of one freaking ear hole. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Some kind of setting that I... There's too many knobs on that thing. I can't... Mm. I don't know. I'm just going to power through it. Okay, cool. And hopefully this this won't become a lost episode where it's like... People are like, oh, I can no. only hear it out of one side of my head. The lost episode. We've been so lucky not to have that. Oh no, you jinxed us. Uh-oh. Okay, you ready for this? I'm going to play this theme song. We have no producer Tyler today, so this is like... This is like the blind leading the blind. <laughs> we're, we're flying by the, the seat tennis, of our pants. We're tennis stars, not audio <laughs> engineers. <laughs> I'm out of the phone. Yeah, back to the olden days. Remember, that's how we always did it. It's speed. Right? Well, during the pandemic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you forgotten the before times? Would you come on in? We're about to begin. Did you know that we're twins? It's seriously 77. Uh, yeah, we're twins. And guess who, who said yesterday? It was verified yesterday when we were at tennis. And our coach, Dana, she was like, oh, I don't remember which one's which. Which one of you is which? And we looked at each other. Yes. Because we're twins. Because we're twins. We understand. It's hard to tell us apart. We know. We've heard that our whole lives. We, I learned We it. literally have heard it our whole lives. <laughs> we would be places and people would say, are you sisters? Are you twins? Which is hilarious. And awesome. Yeah. It's no, it's great. It was just so funny. I Yes. And it was fun to be she was like humoring us in a way that you can tell she teaches kids because she was like, Oh, I'm gonna have to split you two up to, I know you like to be together and I was yeah. like I wanted to be like, We're middle aged women, we, <laughs> we can handle it. I can handle it if Amy's on another court. And I was like, Damn, I don't wanna be split up. <laughs> oh yeah. Maya and I had our second tennis practice yesterday. We had, we didn't really talk about this yet, but Maya, didn't you feel that like this coaching was superior? Well, I I found out through this that I have a lot of bad habits. No kidding. And it was like back to basics. And part of me was like, ugh, back to basics. But it's so good to go back to basics and like correct. It's only going to make you better if you have better form. And so, yeah, it was really, it was less fun. It was still fun, but it was fun in a different way. Yeah, I appreciated like our last week's coach was Bowden, you know, yeah. and he's just like cute young guy <laughs> making jokes, like just having fun, you know. Yeah, yeah. But Dana, yeah, now she's serious, yeah, and she was like truly like watching everything we're doing mm-hmm. and then giving you feedback. And I have an unreliable forehand. Me too. And she, already yesterday, she helped me so much. She told me something I'm doing every time. Yeah. And now I'm trying not to do it. And what are you it, doing every time? I bring my left arm. I get my left arm in the way. So it's like it affects my body. So I pull my left arm like like across like this almost. Oh. And so every time then she's like, pull your left arm back. Pull your left arm back. Yeah. So it like kind of was closing down my stroke or something. I don't know. But anyway. I step across my body with my foot and I realized that I was doing this. And also. I step across my body too. And 
I'm not turned. I was like, I should turn my body. My get turned. Get turned. <laughs> well, that's another thing is I noticed that I do that too. She was saying our feet should be lined up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have my left foot like way the hell over there. Yeah, me too. So I don't know if that's ever going to go Now I'm away. like, shit, I got to hit around or something or just like go to hit. the wall. Does Plymouth Middle School still have that board where you can just hit against the board? Yes, Maya. We need to go there oh and my hit God. with my hopper. <gasps> I just was telling Amy yesterday, if you're not a tennis person, okay, a hopper is this like mesh basket. And the best part about a hopper, I could tell other people didn't know how to use the hopper. Nope. Because oh, yes. the one girl, it blew her mind when I just started smashing it down on balls and the balls go into the yes. basket without yes. you having to bend over and pick them up. Yes. So it's this mesh basket. It holds the balls, but also you can just smash it down on there and the ball goes yeah. in magically. You just walk around and just like put it down on the ground. No bending. No, no bending. bending over. It's perfect. She goes, you're smart. So <laughs> then Maya says, so then I say, Maya goes, hoppers are so amazing. Now... There's not a lot of people that have the love of the hopper. <laughs> and so it was amazing when you said that, Maya. And I looked at her and I said, Maya, I have a hopper. <laughs> that was, it blew my mind. She was like, wait, what? <laughs> and I said, yeah, I got it for a Warren for a present. Oh, my God. And he was like, what am I going to do with this thing? <laughs> and I was like, a hopper's the best. <laughs> it's it's one of the greatest inventions. And I our hopper, the hopper I have, Maya, yeah. is the kind that you can stand up. So it's the handles. Oh, I love it. And then you can do this, so you can have the balls here and just serving them. Oh my god! Yeah, that's everything. I know. I would love to have a hopper of balls because I, I just want to go practice serves. Yeah. And if you have a can of balls, well, now listen. we can. I have a whole hopper, and because I got a gotta million gotta balls. Get in a rhythm once you. Get and you got to keep going and going. Yeah. yeah. And Warren was like, "I'm not sure I know what to do with this." <laughs> Love your and husband. I was like, it's amazing. And then we'd bring it up. We'd bring it places. And he's like, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. He should admire it as a feat of engineering. Like, Yeah, it's the best machine. Like I said yesterday. <laughs> I think it's my favorite machine. I don't, Does it technically qualify as a machine? Yeah, doesn't it? If it does something. I'll have to look that up. But yeah. when you said it, it made sense. I mean. Because it kind of is a machine. I don't know. I was going to tell you something about... Oh. Okay. This is a... Sorry. Listen, my coffee's not working today. I did too many activities yesterday. First of all... There was a lot of activities. Tennis. Yeah. And I had new shoes and my feet are still like a little tingly today. Oh, okay. And so I, I'm going to be not tying as tight next Oh, week. okay. So that's an easy fix. We both had to get court shoes because of that sign that like... Sh- Basically, it was like, you will go to jail if you wear Like, anything. essentially, first of all, it was weird because <laughs> Maya said something about wearing running shoes. I said, no, 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 we have to get court shoes. I don't have court shoes. And then the second we get there, there's these ominous signs everywhere that literally feel like you are going to go to jail. In fact, when I walked in the first day, I looked at my feet and I looked around <laughs> and then I looked at other feet and I noticed, okay, some people are wearing running shoes, but it's like, what's going to happen if I wear the running shoes? Yeah. So we got court shoes, but it was a, you know, I have weird shape. Like one of my feet is bigger than the other. They're both giant anyway. And ordering athletic shoes on the internet for me has never been, I have to try them on in person. So I tried on Thanks to Michael Lynn's tennis shop. That's, you trade on a lot of shoes. Yeah, like eight pairs of shoes, all different brands. And Michael Lynn's tennis shop has been there in St. Louis Park, Minnesota for Ooh. as long as I can remember. Like, that's where I used to get Maya, my racket. How did you strong. not buy stuff there? Was there a lot of stuff to buy? I just, I was, I had a, 
a focus. Yeah. I was a laser focus. Okay. That's the Gurnam in me. Like, like my dad would be like, listen, I'm not here to kick tires. Mm-hmm. I get in. Mm-hmm. I buy the thing that I need. I get out. Yes. So, um... I did tennis yesterday. Then my friend's like, hey, do you want to meet me at the swap at the swap meet <laughs> at the uh, flea market? So then I went to I drove 30 minutes to a flea market. Where's that at? Well, it's in a city that I don't enjoy the name of. Let's okay. just abbreviate it. Sea Raps. Sea Rapids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we call it Coon Rabbits. <laughs> it's. Yeah, it's not. a. It's they should change the name of their city. They actually voted on it last year. And people voted against changing the name of course of the they did. Of course they did. Because people are dicks. Oh, God. Anyway, um, so I went to that. And then I went to a show last night. You did? I went to... Lamey, you know tennis gave me life and gives me so much energy. Wow. So I'm a little tired today because... Oh, my God. Maya, what did you go to and I have where a concert report. This is my concert report right yes, now. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Cue the music. Anyway, concert report. Um, my friend is in a Hollow Notes cover band called Private Oats. Oh, nice. And I love... You never realize how many hits they had. But no, I know. It's amazing. I've just rediscovered or discovered them for the first time this year. But I won't... You I've been listening to it this summer. I think so I didn't appreciate it at the time because we were young when they came out. Yeah. Like, it was in the 80s. Yeah. So we were, like, kids, and to me it sounded, like, so douchey <laughs> or stupid or whatever, like, old-fashioned. But now, when I hear it, I'm like, this is a jam. Okay, so tell me more. So here's the nice thing. First of all, um, it was at Palmer's. Mm-hmm. So that's an area where, like, I haven't gone in a long time. I don't think I've been to Palmer's in maybe, I don't know, it's been at least five years, could be a decade Time is so weird to me now. I know. But I I haven't been there for a long time. And I also, I used to go to the 400 bar over there all the time, but that closed. And so I just don't go to that part of town anymore. Um, And the music venue, there was another music venue, the Triple Rock. So like Palmer's is like one of the last music venues over there. And they have an outdoor area. Mm. And here's what I love about outdoor shows now. There's rules. And so I think they have to end at like 10 o'clock or whatever. Oh. Because it's residential. There's like people living there. Noise ordinance. Yeah. So it was like 8 to 10. Perfect. Perfect for old people. I was gonna, um, I was gonna Uber there and then I was like, how about I just not drink that much? Like. What a concept. (laughs) I had a PBR. Wow. And then I came home. Like, wow. Yeah. It and was you had good. fun? I had a great time. It was really fun. Was it your first show in a while? I mean. No, you guys went to some stuff. Yeah, we've been to some stuff. Okay. But it, it's, here's the difference is that Tyler's camping. And so mm-hmm. it's kind of the first show. I love going to shows by myself. Mm-hmm, I know you do. And I did meet some people there, but really it was just like fun to be at my own pace. I was moving at a snail's pace yesterday, so I like tried a couple different things on because I was like listen I'm not here to be cool anymore no and so it's outside there were a lot of factors to consider in getting Mm -hmm. dressed Mm -hmm. so finally I just put on my uniform of black knit stretch tank dress that works for everything perfect 
Works for work. Works for a show. Works for bed. Works for bed. <laughs> totally does. <laughs> Looks decent. Yeah. You're done. So I went and you know what I liked is the bartender. I just, it's just these little experiences that you have when you go somewhere by yourself. The bartender was at the same time, I think, really enjoying his job, but also a kind of a scary bartender. Hmm. How so, Maya? He was a little intense. It was very busy. Mm. You know how like restaurants mm-hmm. and, and any kind of service, anything is slammed right now because they don't have enough people. Yes. I went to a restaurant the other day and they had t-shirts that said, be patient. There's like three of us working here. They had t-shirts made. Yeah, that's good. I've yeah. seen memes of that. So that's good that they have t-shirts. Yeah. So he was really intense, but then he was singing along to a song huh. and like really singing. Oh, like really singing, but intense. It ah, was it was like kind serious. of yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just interesting. And then um, I don't know. There was a woman selling tamales. Ooh. Uh, they had it was a yacht rock party, so they had like oh, baked fun. beans and pulled pork. And <laughs> it was really fun. Wait, yeah, <laughs> baked beans. And I have to tell you, these people were loving the hollow notes. Oh, I'm sure. It's just the summer song. Yeah. Summer music. And it was great. Like, it wasn't too hot. It was kind of in the shade. Oh, and it was nice last night. It was nice last night. Listen, what, this drought, this heat wave, It's. I told you it's going to be 101 on Wednesday. I don't know how people, like, in Las Vegas are doing it. Like, Mm-mm. what do you do? Just not go outside? Mm-hmm. I think so. It's insane. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's hot. I mean, we went in the boat yesterday, and that was... Obviously, it's so much cooler out on the water. Um, and then when we got home, it felt like it felt nice actually outside. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, it's actually cool out." And then I looked, and it was like seventy-four degrees. <laughs> so it wasn't cool, mm-hmm. but it felt cool after being so hot all week. Ugh. I just we went to the Twins game for work this week. Fun. It was the sweatiest ever. <laughs> it was hot. But it was fun. I haven't been to a baseball game in a long time. I've been to two this year so far and I love them. <laughs> I'm going to one more. They're all free too. Like they're all... Isn't there... There's nothing better than a free baseball you game and a hot dog. That's the only way that you go to the Twins game. But you it... always hear about it. Somebody has tickets. Yeah. Last minute. Blah, blah, blah. Work. So one was last minute tickets and two are work. The, I think the real game changer was that stri- that stadium's dope. Like it's so fun. The old situation, the Metrodome baseball in the Metrodome, <laughs> so that bad. was so bad. And I didn't think of it as that bad when I was a kid. And now that I think back, I'm yeah. like, that is trash. It's it was horrible, but this, it is so nice at Target Field. It's great. It's an like open air stadium. Yeah, you can walk around. You when can... they first opened it, there was like a hawk living there, and then nice. they had its own like Instagram or it had its I own Twitter that. account. <laughs> I loved it. Oh yeah, R.I.P. There was a bird situation at the game. Oh no! All of a sudden, over by the third base, yeah, there was this bird, Maya, just flapping around on the ground. Oh no! And then we were like help that bird and then i started this i started you started this. a chant i started a chant help that bird help that bird <laughs> and finally someone brought a bucket out and then maya they helped the bird by taking him off the field <laughs> in a what, bucket what happened to him later 
My, I don't know, but I don't think it's a good sign when you get taken off the field in a bucket. No, that sounds bad. It doesn't sound good. That sounds by like an umpire, go- not by a pro- medical professional. Do and I was like, get him to the trainer, get him back there, like get him back, get him up, get him to the OR if you need to. Like, when you started the chant, was it readily adopted? Or- yes, everyone joined in. <laughs> Because I just went like with such conviction and so loud, Maya, you couldn't help but join in to my excitement. Help that bird. Help that bird. Help that bird. (laughs) And then we did a wave that went around so many times that our president was like, okay, that's enough. (laughs) He's like, Minnesotans are so, he's like, this is so funny. He like couldn't believe that we would have. Where's he from? He's from Nashville. Oh, okay. And then he went to high school with Taylor Swift. Oh, interesting. Fun fact. Yeah. Taylor Swift just swam in his parents' pool. Oh, fun. None of them thought she would make it. Spoiler alert. (laughs) They were shocked when she was on the radio. (laughs) I was like, whoa, shade. (laughs) Throw in the shade. That is shady. Yeah. They said, Uh. he's like, she was like the fifth best singer. (gasps) Dang. Who's the first best singer? But also, she isn't like Aretha Franklin vocally. No. She's a great songwriter. I mean, who is? But she's a song, great songwriter, hmm. and she can carry a tune. My, you don't agree with I do. I think she's just fine. I think she's fantastic, <laughs> and we will agree to disagree on that one. Um. So we talked a little. Did we talk about this yesterday a little bit? The Olympics have started. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the Olympics. Okay, I watched the opening ceremony. I, you know what I liked about it. I'm what did you like about I'm gonna it? I'm going to start, despite my personality, I'm going to start with positivity first. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I love it. <laughs> um, I liked seeing all the athletes get excited because, you know, like, they've been training for so long. Last year, their hopes were dashed. Mm-hmm. It's been a real roller coaster. It was probably hard to train when everything's shut down. Mm-hmm. You can't go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't, you know... What your coach is going to coach you over Zoom? What? No. Mm-hmm. So that I liked seeing their enthusiasm and they were so excited to be there. Mm-hmm. The person running on the treadmill was like, Oh, no. I didn't watch the whole thing. Two. Okay. Tap. They had several tap dancers. Yeah. Why? What is tap dance back? And is tap dance big in? japan <laughs> i didn't think so listen there's only one person i want to see tap dancing and i think he's dead it's gregory hines that's it oh i love gregory hines. or savion glover yeah I'll take savion that. is good too yeah those are the only two people i want to see tap dancing everybody else is just like what's this okay um these are my comments about it okay let's you, you wait you were gonna start with the positive yeah i liked the enthusiasm of the <laughs> <athletes>. <laughs> Oh, hold on. I see a warning. Oh, God. We Let's pause for some technical difficulties because something just popped up on the computer. Sounds good. Are we on? Yep. Okay, and we're back. And I was just <laughs> laughing so hard at Maya's. She said she was going to start with the positive. She had one positive comment about the opening ceremony. Well, didn't you find it to be a downer, the whole thing? This is the thing, Maya. I turned it off. After what? I actually tried watching it three times. Okay. Turned it on. Saw the sadness that was the performance with the empty stadium. Here's the thing about opening ceremonies, yeah. halftime shows. Yeah. 
These are big productions Mm -hmm. meant to be seen in person. Yeah. So the fact that they had this production, which, by the way, just seemed a little sad. Like, there wasn't a lot going on. There was just... Yeah. Visually, it just was very, like, boring. Yeah. And and also strange. Spare and, Yeah. I was like, what did they spend a dollar on And then the singer, like, I just... uh, I don't know. How did you feel about the... When people, different people were singing Imagine, it was like John Legend, Keith Oh, I Urban. didn't hear that. I didn't see that. I only saw, and then once I saw the masks, I was like, I'm out. I like just can't watch people in masks. Hundreds hmm. and hundreds of people in masks. I just can't watch it. It's not, I just don't want to. So, yeah, then my husband came upstairs. I was like, hey, want to watch the opening ceremonies? <laughs> and he's like, sure. And then we turned it on and I was like, nope. This is going off. Like, I just couldn't watch it. Yeah. Um, And then, have you watched anything else from the Olympics since Friday? Um, I watched some tennis yesterday. Mm. I had to take a nap, so I would watch tennis, fell asleep a little bit, um, some men's and some women's, and then watched Naomi Osaka and play somebody from another country. Okay. And she's real good. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, I watched some swimming and then realized I don't really like swimming. Mm-hmm. I just like the stories. So I was kind of hoping they would yeah. tell some stories and they haven't. I haven't seen any stories yet, Amy. That's all I watched the Olympics I for. love the stories as well. Yeah. I watched last night, late at night, volleyball. Which kind? It was In- both kinds. Indoor or There was beach? indoor first. Yes. The Americans won uh-huh. against Argentina. And then one of the girls on there, Jordan Thompson, uh-huh. shout out. She's from Minnesota. Oh, fun. Um, so that was really fun to see her. And they, it's just amazing because I don't know much about volleyball. Yeah. And so it's really amazing. And I was like, hey, this is a cool sport. Like, these people are so athletic. And like, it was cool. It was fun. And then I watched the beach volleyball right after that. Women's or men's? Women's. Okay. Do you know about the controversy? Yeah, and I think it's valid. Yeah. I, I I cannot believe it. When I was watching it, their swimsuit, like the bikini bottoms, are so skimpy. They're like up their butts. How can it be comfortable? And then so many times they're like, you know, when they're in their ready position. Yeah. So it's like your hands are on your knees and they're in their like athletic ready position and the yeah. camera was right behind them. Yeah. And I was like, excuse me? Yeah. This is fucked up. Yeah. But what I learned, though, by listening to the analysts or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. So they were talking about the Olympic, the opening ceremonies of the Olympics and how they're absolute trash for the athletes. Yeah. So being a flag bearer, apparently, it's like people are like, yeah, I don't want to do that. And I'll tell you why. Because they might have a trial the next day. They might have a, exactly. an event. They it might. They, one woman was like, I injured my wrist. But yes. Then I was voted the and so they had to, she had to tape her wrist and her shoulder. Yes. And it's also it's a lot of the world looking at you. Yes. Stress, added stress. Yes. So the guy was saying all that stuff and he also said physically, he goes, The opening ceremonies are so bad for you as an athlete. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. Mm-hmm. He's like, You st-, he goes, first of all, like you have to wear these like uncomfortable shoes, which I never would have thought about, but he goes, the shoes were so stiff. Why would they do we that? We had blisters. He said that they had blisters and they had to compete the next day. And he's like, it was so frustrating because we're like, we're here. 
What are they going to do to you if you wear your own shoes? I don't know, but it's like this whole outfit thing, right? You know? By the way, the outfits are always... <laughs> yeah, like... The American outfits, it's like... It's like so much the we're same. We're always at sea, I feel like. We're always yeah, at the we yacht are. club. Yeah, we are. We're at sea. We're at the yacht club. <laughs> we're on Montauk waiting for like the Kennedys to show up. It's stupid. Yeah, and he was saying that you stand around like for hours and he's like, these are athletes. These are world-class athletes that are basically have like tomorrow. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. He's like, they should be like, he's like, you should be like resting and eating and you know getting massage and doing all these things and he's like here we are standing around for hours walking in bad shoes like and he said it goes really late like too it's like yeah i was like oh oh did you hear about the olympic village and the cardboard beds yeah but what was the deal with the cardboard beds the cardboard beds are supposed to discourage people banging oh my god do, Why? Do they know that, like, people don't need... You don't need a bed for that, like... You don't need a bed for that. And also, like, why are they worried about it? <laughs> so not only do they have to wear bad shoes... So they, they can't have, car- have sex at the Olympics? That's part of the fun of the Olympic Village, from what I understand. <laughs> people are just banging left and right. Yeah. But the the they're trying to discourage fraternization because, you know... I don't get COVID. why... So are they uncomfortable? Because, like, just, that's the other thing. They're athletes. They need. They should be in comfortable beds. No, they're just flimsy. I don't know. They're, yeah, it doesn't seem like cardboard bed. I case. think they're just going to break those beds. <laughs> don't you? If you come back and your, like, ringmate's bed is all smashed up and you're like, what's been going on in here? <laughs> okay, but also, at, the athletes should have a comfortable bed. Why cardboard? Come, come on. Come on, This you guys. is insane. And if you can't do it, like, save it for next time. I'm glad that the I'm glad that they're doing the Olympics for some of those athletes that this is their only shot. Did you hear about this woman who's 46, the 46-year-old gymnast? What? She's the oldest Olympian gymnast. From where? She so she's had an interesting history. She has represented the Soviet Union. Mhm. Uh Uzbekistan. The one of those ones that's like you know how the refugees have their own team? Yeah, I was but, just going to say that. I didn't know that until this week. Yeah, me neither. I just saw it last week. I saw the refugees. Night. They're like, the refugees. And I was like, the Fujis are back? <laughs> I thought they were saying, no. It was, I want to know more about the refugee team. Like, Tell me the stories. I want to hear the stories. Like, what is this refugee team? <laughs> have we always had the refugee team? Yeah. I never remember hearing anything about it. Yeah. And then you look at it and it's literally like people from all over the place. Yeah. So she wasn't on the refugee team, but she was on an, it was like a federation of something. And then now she's representing Uzbekistan again. She, she's 46, Amy. She has, she's older than us, Maya. Yeah. She won, um, a gold medal in Barcelona, I think the Barcelona Olympics. Oh my God. That's amazing. She has moves named after her. Really? Yeah. So she just has made like a, she has made a career of just competing in the Olympics. Yeah. And I think she's only participating in vault. Like that's her specialty. And it's, it's the way they scored. It's like not a, it's an individual event, not a team event or something. Some, I was trying to read it. I was like, I don't even know what this means, but. Wow. They're calling her an ageless, ageless wonder. (laughs) Oksana 
Chusovitina. Chusovitina. Wow. That's pretty that's that's pretty impressive. When I read another article, she had three names, so they're being kind to you with that one. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, it looks like Maya, the legendary career of forty six year old gymnast Oksana Chuzovitiva Chuzovitina came to an end on Sunday night, Maya. What? After her record setting eighth Olympic appearance. Wait, isn't it Sunday right now? <sighs> oh, because Maya International Dateline. Okay. So competing for Uzbekistan on vault during qualifying, blah, 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 blah. She narrowly failed to reach the event final with a 14.166 score. Let her play. Let Let her play. play. (laughs) Let her play. Oh, wow. That's so amazing. Her son is 22 years old. Yeah. Holy crap. She goes, I want to be a mom and wife. Well... Your kid is 22, <laughs> so maybe she'll have a baby. Who knows? She can do anything. I mean, I'm... Go ahead. Have another baby. That lady's inspiring me. Speaking of babies, we have some exciting baby news for Sauce Nation. Okay. Not for us. Okay. But our classmate, Maya. Oh, yeah. Our classmate just had twins. Yeah. And it is so exciting. It is. It's really exciting. It's amazing. And this is a classmate that... She has really, like, built an amazing career for herself, mm-hmm. and now she has these little twins. She yeah. just gave birth, and everybody's healthy. She's back home. So just really big congratulations to Alexis. Yeah, we had coffee, I don't know, a few years ago, and she mentioned during coffee, she's like, it's my dream to be a mother, and I was like, oh, yeah, you should do that then. You know, I, I like to encourage people in their dreams. Yeah. Because the world does not encourage you in your dreams. And now she's made her dream come true. I mean, that's just amazing. She's built like this great career for herself. And now she's a mom of the little twins, (laughs) Frankie and Captain. I love it. Ah, congrats. Mazel tov. I wish my name was Captain. Me too. I want my name to be a rank or like like a title. Corporal? Yeah. Commodore? Colonel. Colonel. I want to be the Colonel. Major? Not Colonel Sanders, though. (laughs) Oh, Oh, so anyways. Congrats, man. That's just congrats, Mazel Tov. Can't wait to follow the journey on social media and just... So ladies can do anything in their 40s now. Yeah, they can. They can go to tennis practice. (laughs) They can have twins if they want. They can complete feed in the Olympics. They can do everything, Maya. (laughs) It's our time. It's our time. It is our time. Maya, I have something to discuss with you that I watched. Okay, what is it? Now. Yes. It is the documentary. It is on HBO. Yes, I'm rich and I have HBO. <laughs> it is called Woodstock 99. Okay, I've been wanting to watch this because, first of all, <sighs> that oh. that was the most trash event okay. of, of the 90s. Maya, I somehow missed... All I remember when I think about Woodstock 99 prior to watching this yeah. was I remember something about a fire. Now, was Limp Biscuit playing during the fire or was it? So it was the Chili Peppers. Okay, because I always thought it was Limp Biscuit, but then I think I remember hearing, no, it was the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay, so this is the situation. So, so weird, Maya, because I think I was listening to... A lot of the Grateful Dead and other stuff at the time. Yeah. I don't think I was like 
clued into what was happening, like, on, like, mainstream radio. There was, like, no water. There were people getting sexually assaulted. Oh, my God. It there was were, insane. There so, were... The bathroom situation was awful. They're like, all that mud you see people in, that's probably shit. Yeah, it was. And so what was amazing about this, Maya, was I had... Like I said, I missed the whole thing. How did you miss this? I don't know. I guess because I just was, like, doing my own thing and I wasn't, like, as clued into, like, mainstream stuff. I just wasn't... I don't know. I remember it being bad. You I weren't also, a huge Limp Biscuit fan? Uh, no, a negative. No. <laughs> okay, so what was weird about this was they said from... Amy, I... You know what? Yes. I distinctly remember having... A conversation about this in your mother's basement with you. Oh. And we were talking about how the original guy. Yes. Was putting it together. Yes. But then the way they were doing it was like, oh, we're just cashing in. And it was like, yeah. Not the so what was interesting about it was there was a Woodstock and obviously 1969. Then Maya, did you remember Woodstock 1994? Maybe that's when we had the conversation. That's when we had the conversation. Yes. Okay. Maya, there was a Woodstock 1994 that went really well, that had the same, it went pretty well. It had, it was very like peace, love, and like there was, it was uneventful. Who played that? Um, whoops. Good thing Tyler's not here to get mad at me. Well, I'm looking at the levels right now of the recording and I'm kind of worried we're going to be in trouble for it being too loud. Oh, Okay. Let's, let's just talk like this from now on. Let's just move this guy a little bit further. Okay. Okay, so Woodstock 1994. First thing that comes up, Woodstock 1994 deaths. <laughs> okay, so I guess maybe it didn't go just absolutely great. Wait, didn't they have bad acid at that one, or was that a different one? Um. No, I don't think it was that one. Anyways, okay. I'll look up the 94. Yeah, you look up the 94. So the Woodstock 99, what was so crazy about it was, first of all, the lineup. The lineup was... Tell me. Bananas. Tell me. It was like, first of all, there were three women or four women. That's it? Yeah. And they said they put one woman on like each day. Oh, that's generous of them. Right. And so it was Jewel... Cheryl Crow, uh, I can't even remember who else, but put it this way, Jewel said when she came out, she goes, it was, the energy was really strange. Okay. She said it was like, there was this weird, heavy, like, everybody by the time she got out there on like day three or day two, it was like, everybody was just like already like dehydrated lord of of the flies was like setting in yes but anyway what was um it was just the whole thing was so crazy so they chose this location because in 94 and 1969 famously people just like pulled the fences down yeah and just like entered and so in order for that to avoid that yeah they chose this old military base so it was concrete with like the fences with the like barbed wire and all concrete. I'm making a face like yeah. a t- like a cringy face. And they loved it because they said they could like you had to have a ticket to get in. So that was like a big priority for them. Mm, great. Okay. So then it was like they had a water shortage. They also charged $4 for a bottle of water, which if you think about it back in 1999 
And then obviously, like they said, if the beer and the water was the same price, and he's like, if I'm a kid, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get beer. I'm not gonna get water. But also, were you not allowed to bring in your own water? You so weren't allowed to bring in anything. So if you th- but you were allowed to bring in all the drugs you wanted. A human needs water. If you right. need to pay four dollars every time you drink a water, and you need a lot of water, especially the hotter it is. Yeah. So they also had this. The security, quote unquote, was called like the peace patrol. Oh boy. And the peace patrol were, they were letting people in like they wouldn't, they would, they were told to confiscate any food and drink, but if they had drugs or whatever, if someone would pay them like $5 or $10, they could bring in whatever they wanted. Okay. And then some of these guys, Maya, most of them, by the end of the event, the security, by the end of the event... They had like turned their t-shirts on inside out and just joined the party. Oh no. Because as things got worse and worse. Yeah. And they were feeling like they were they were at risk of like being attacked essentially. Yeah, fuck it. They just joined in and they were like there was interviews and the guys were like at the time like video mm-hmm. and these security guards Maya were like having sex with they were like bribing girls and saying like if you have sex with me you can get like up closer and they were like taking advantage of all these girls then they were talking about the um body surfing and like a lot of women had their shirts off and the women were just getting groped and the offspring guy he was like hey um just he was like when he got to the stage you could tell he was just upset and he's like so i'm seeing all these um young women like body surfing and i'm seeing all these young women being groped and he's like if you're doing that he's like knock it the fuck off and he's like and ladies if a guy surfaces um surfs over you i want you to squeeze his nuts as hard as you can (laughs) like he was pissed but anyways everybody said who knew the guy from the offspring was like such a stand-up guy he was and it was what they were saying was like how how they framed this up. I don't remember this of 1999. They were saying that like grunge came with Nirvana. Yeah. And that the grunge period actually was so extremely short uh. because it so quickly became commodified. Yeah. And it just like and then they showed clips of like on the runway people in flannel and it just it just sort of like. It came so quick and then it went so quickly. Mm -hmm. And then when Kurt died, it was just like this whole thing, right? And then there was this weird time in music where it was like angry white boys. Yeah. And like this anger and like somebody described it like this anger like, hey, I'm from the upper middle class and I've had everything I want, but I'm still pissed. God. And, like, it was, like, this frat boy rape culture, essentially, was what 99 Woodstock was. They were, like, if you looked out in this crowd, all you could see was, like, young white white guys. Mm -hmm. And then they talked about DMX. Like, this was the weirdest lineup, Maya. DMX opened the show, and he had a song where he had the N-word in it. Yeah. And he was, like, chanting with the crowd, having the crowd say that part. Oh, God. And there was a, a black guy that was saying, like, yeah, there wasn't very many black people there, but he goes, all I can think of is that the black guy that's standing next to his friend going, oh, I didn't know you would say that word. Yeah. And then he goes, and then how that would feel to have the whole mob of Ugh. people. 
My face is just like, I can't stop making Maya, this Maya, it was so face. much stuff it's, that I can't, you have to watch it. I think this show is going to be good. It's called like Music Box and this was season one, episode one was mm. Woodstock. Mm. So I'm excited if they do this for a lot of different events. But like, Maya, the like, I did not understand that it was like a, it was a, um, they said it was like racist, misogynistic. Yeah, it seemed like a real shithole figuratively and literally. Yes. And then like, so where it really went south, well, it was just, they said from the beginning, like it was just not, it was just bad. But then it was Limp Biscuit. What you're thinking of is like, they came out there and they were like, Fred, the guy, one of the guys was like, Fred Durst is a fucking moron. Like he was, he was like, don't you ever want to just break something? Tonight we're going to break everything. Like the breaking part. Of, cause yes. they, don't they have a part of the song that's like. Da, 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 and then break some shit. Yeah, like and that. he was saying, like, don't you ever feel... I never realized what a loser this guy was. I guess I didn't know much about him. Maya, he was like, don't you ever feel... And it's like this whiny white boy, and you're like, what it... Fred Durst is crying a single tear yeah, like, right now. Yeah, like, whatever happened to you? Like, what are you even talking about? Like, he's like, don't you feel like... Do you remember he recently directed it he's trying to direct movies oh now. yeah what was that it was a john it it starred john travolta and we watched the trailer and it was so bad i really hope that doesn't succeed because he's a jerk <laughs> oh i don't think it did so he was this asshole and then by the way the what did he think was gonna happen he didn't care he was just like and so that's when they started breaking down all of the um plywood yes and the walls and stuff and then the plywood. they came on stage and they said one of this person was like yeah we stopped his show in between songs and we ran out and we was like we were like hey you need to like bring it down you need to do something here you need to and limp biscuit i guess at the time if you can imagine was like who everybody was there to see i do like the guitarist what's his name west borland yeah i don't know he's he he said some really like positive things okay I'll give it to him. Recently about like different people being monsters. And Okay. Yeah. And I do like, he had the whole like, I don't know. I think he's good. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe so. But Fred Durst was being an asshole. Yeah, he's an asshole. And they said, you need to bring it down. And instead he came out and he was like. Let me guess. Made it. They, he, they he asked escalated me, it. They asked me to bring it down. I'm going to pour gas on this. That's exactly what happened. And so then people were body surfing on pieces of plywood. I remember that. Yeah, which if you can think, like, we've been in a pit before. Oh, my God. And if you can imagine, like, it's already a little tenuous, but if you can imagine plywood coming over your head. Oh, my God. Like. With a human on top? Yeah. Or like, several? And there were people, like, standing on it. It was a mess. And then, so, the, and then there was, like, Corn, like, the main guy from Corn. <laughs> he was, like, so upset on this documentary. He's, Did like. Did interview Fred Durst? Nope. Interesting. He I'd probably like declined. Hear, I'd like to hear his take on it. Yeah, I would. All these years later, the guy from Corn was like, "This was it was so fucking sick and disgusting." When and did Corn go up in the lineup? They were towards the end. So were they after Limp Biscuit? Yes. Or? Okay. The last day was like, Ugh. the last day was like Corn, Rage, and Metallica. Oh no, Jewel. Jewel went on. <laughs> Jewel went on on Sunday Poor at five thirty, and she's like, by the time I got out there, she goes. It was just weird. She goes, it was dark. It was weird. People were just, because by that point, people were dehydrated. Yeah. They were having hyperthermia. So their bodies' temperatures were so high. They sure. couldn't, there were. Um, they were probably hungry. 
they were hungry, they were exhausted, and then they had this thing. Yeah, drugs. And then what they did too was they did this weird thing. So they said that it didn't make sense with the different artists. Moby, yes, Moby. He was so they had like an also had an all night rave. Oh no! So they had no break. They had music stuff going all the time. So Moby said the plan was, oh, we're gonna go here, we're gonna play, and we're going to stay. This is gonna be so fun. And he's like, as soon as we got done with our set, he goes, we said let's get the fuck out of here. He yeah. goes, we didn't want to be anywhere near that place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they took off, but he, he said it was just, you can listen to him. He has a great way of describing how bad it was, how terrible it was. MTV. To be be fair, there've been lots of metal concerts with heavy Mm -hmm. metal lineups Mm -hmm. that haven't gone terribly awry. No, no. But it seems like it was every, there was so many ingredients. There was so many ingredients to put it all together. Yeah. They had showers. And the showers, I guess, it was $6 for a, quote, shower kit. They had showers that was just, the men's and women's were separated by a tarp. And the guy goes, all the guys were just, like, opening the showers, looking at the women, like, grabbing the women. Like, it was sick. It was so sick, Maya. And then um, there was a couple terrible people interviewed. One was the set, was the, so there was the. I love that you've defined them as terrible Yeah, people. this guy terrible. His name is John. He's a fucking dick, Maya. Who is this person? He is the, the co-founder of Woodstock and so there's the guy with the big curly, curly hair. hair. Yes. Not him. This other dude. Okay. This guy said MTV so this this is his claims. Okay. Limpus get incited a riot. MTV is the one, the reason why everyone thinks that um, Woodstock 99 was bad was because MTV framed it that way in the, quote, media. Also, all these young women with no clothes on, he's never seen so much nudity. They have some responsibility for being, you know, raped. And like the one young woman who had a, was raped by a beer bottle. I'm sure that was her fault because she was naked. Mm-hmm. I mean, like... He sounds like a real prince. He's sitting there actually saying this. It was like... I can't believe that, that if that were to happen today, I feel like there'd be... The organizers would be... Done. Had, had held responsible. Donezo. Like, they're, they're, think about how many people... There's probably people that are still, like, traumatized by having... Yeah. And it... I guess, I don't know. I'm just glad that I did not go to that. I know. Well, they said, then one of the women said there was no, like, her friend got, like, raped, like, by several people. Basically, like, gang raped. Ripped her clothes off in the mosh pit. Ripped her clothes to shreds. Raped her. So she was naked and had been raped. And she goes, there was no, by that point, all the security guards had just, and there was no police. There was nobody to go to. There was nowhere to get help. No one cared. And then there was one guy that was a medic working the event, and yeah. he was just, like, appalled. He said, there was um, this one kid, oh, my gosh, so sad. Like, he he was with his friends. They couldn't find him. They said, well, it's Woodstock. Like, possibly he's at the rave all night, and maybe he met friends, whatever. Then as the day went on, they were starting to get a little pissed. Like, dude, yeah. we have to leave. Like, where are you? Oh, it turns out he 
died. And the reason he probably died was he was having like hyperthermia. Yes. And the fucking people that were supposed to be helping him and giving him medical attention assumed he was overdosing. Oh, no. And paddle, like used the paddles on him. Like this is messed up. And the one medic was like, it was... So those kids were like, we had to call his mom. How, how did nobody go to jail for this? Honestly, it was so bad. So then the very end ends in a huge fire, literally. Yeah. So what was so sad, too, Maya, is there was this really... Was Jewel still there? <laughs> Jewel played and got the hell out. Oh, my God. So, Maya, this was also right around the time of Columbine. Ugh. So there was this, like, sweet little people at the event, Maya, from a nonprofit that wanted to have a can... This is just so bad, Maya. Oh, man. I know. This is like, this place was a recipe for disaster. Maya, they had this sweet idea to have a candlelight vigil on Sunday for all the Columbine victims, so they handed out candles to everyone. Oh, no. So then all of a sudden, it's Sunday, and I don't remember one of the kids that was there. He's like, we were watching a show, and then we were like, walked out, and we're like, why does everyone have candles? Oh, man. So they had, like, handed out candles, which ended up becoming the fire starters. Oh, my God. And the chili peppers were playing, and Flea is up there just naked going crazy. Yeah. And the thing is, it's, I I like the chili peppers, and I, I sort of don't blame them, because by this point, there was literally, they had lit the West stage on fire, and they said, it's Lord of the Fly. The guy goes, yeah, it's Lord of the Flies over there. Like, everyone, they had lit the stages on fire. They were throwing shit. They were going oh bananas. God. Well, the Chili Peppers did the song Fire for their oh no. encore. Oh, no. And I mean, like, at that point, I kind of, if I'm the Chili Peppers, yeah. I'm kind of like, they're the Chili Peppers. Like, they're probably like, this is kind of rad. There's a fire in the distance. And also, like, also, like, what could they have done at that point? And then the guy was like, the, the asshole guy. He gets on the mic and he's like, now, so we have a fire over there, as you guys can see. Now, I'm just going to need everybody's cooperation. Just don't throw anything else on it. Uh Uh-oh. And then the fire trucks are going to come through. So just let them through. And oh, by the way, the whole time when you're watching the video and everything, all you see is like people throwing bottles. Mm. They just, so then essentially this ends with the state troopers coming in what took so long oh rome new new york anyways maya you gotta watch this you won't believe it okay it's i missed the whole like frat boy rape music scene thankfully I didn't understand that that was like a whole thing at a moment, for a moment. Yeah, although when we went to Alaska, I have to tell you, we went to that festival and I did not, I locked myself in the car at night, like at one point because. Oh, you didn't feel safe? Not really. Like, first of all, the security was the Hells Angels. Mm-hmm. Wasn't real jazzed about that. <clears throat> Second of all, people were shooting fireworks, not into the sky. Yeah. Like. I don't know. There's something about that. I mean, that. that's where your voice of reason came through. That's It's when people feel like there's no consequences. You mix in drugs and alcohol. Yeah. And you mix in this sort of like angsty. Yes. Young 20-something yes. like male energy. Yes. That it just. Well, there and was. And if that was scary for me, like I can't even imagine. 
Yeah, Maya, that was interesting that you bring that up because there that was, was a fucking bluegrass festival. <laughs> yes, yes, Talkeet in a bluegrass festival. So, Maya, there was a kid and he was kind of saying the same thing. This young man, well, now he's our age. He's a, he's a man. But he says, Maya, he goes, I was like throwing shit. And he goes, I've never been a violent person. I read a book about this. Actually, I took a class um, and it is... It was, I'm trying to remember what it's called. I think it's called Among the Thugs. And it was this guy who was a reporter and a journalist. And he was trying to figure out the psychology of soccer hooligans. Oh, sure. And so what he was, you know, he had this whole thing of like, there are people who would never do something. But when you get into a crowd. Yes. That they get swept up into. I don't know how this works, but it's like a proven human psychology and there's the famously the experiment like so many experiments yes from when they just did horrible things to people but yeah when the experiment where they're like okay you're gonna shock this person in another room and a little bit a little bit more a little bit more and you hear the person screaming now they're not really getting shocked but the person doing it doesn't know that it's going and because of authority so that's the opposite of this where it's like okay this person's in charge they know what they're doing so i'm just gonna keep doing this even though yeah it might be hurting someone it's like the mob mentality or the whatever but yeah like this kid was like when i think about it still to this day he's like it's almost like i can't believe that was me he's like i was throwing stuff i was like grabbing um whatever i could find and just like throwing it and like i was um you know like he goes it was like us against them he's like it was just like this weird thing and he goes them like the world, I guess. I don't know. Maya, it was, you have to watch this. Okay. I had no idea. I thought it just went a little bad and there was a fire. I didn't understand all this <laughs> other stuff happened. Oh. Oh, Woodstock 99. And the weirdest lineup. You got to look at the lineup. I'm going to. Um, I have a couple of proved denied. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Are you familiar with the baseball team, the Cleveland Indians? I sure am. Did you hear that they have rebranded themselves? Okay. Let me hear it. The Cleveland Guardians. Your face is funny right now. <laughs> Are you expecting something? Um, What is a guardian? Okay. So they have this famous bridge. I don't know what the bridge is called. I probably should have looked it up. But it has these Art Deco two statues. Okay. That are called the Guardians. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pleasant. Okay. It. You know what? We should have another... Instead of, like, just approved, denied, it should be approved, denied, or what t- fucking took so long. Like, what took so long? They were hanging on to that name. Well, they there's were gonna... so many others. Yeah, I know. So I guess I'm wondering how, like... It's just a weird thing, because it would have been easier if almost at one point, whenever that would have been, yeah. somebody would have said, okay, here's the list of the teams you need to change your names. Oh, like the league? Whoever. The baseball league, the NFL, like the president. Somebody, right? <laughs> the president. Just says, okay, here's the list. Yeah. If you're on this list, we need you to have a new name by next season. Yeah. Because now it's like, there's a few that are still out there. Like, I can't remember which ones. Oh, I'm sure there's a lot. But yeah. So I guess the Guardians. Okay, cool. I want to see their new, like, stuff. It's kind of, it looks the same, but just not fetishy okay and maybe they'll have those statues on there 
I mean, that would be kind of cool, I think. Yeah. They, it's probably really hard for people who don't understand. I don't know. I had this discussion with a coworker once where I, they were like, okay, we're going to brand this da-da-da and we're going to use Sherpa. And I was like, you can't use Sherpa. And they're like, why not? And I was like, Sherpa's not a job. It's a people. It's like calling it, you know, the Lakota. It's like calling it's like it's like calling mm-hmm. it, you know, it's a people. It's not a yeah. job. So and he's like, no, 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 no. It's it's not negative. This is someone helping someone. And I was like, it's not a ma- they're a people. They're not a mascot. Like it's not a thing. So but this- we, and we had a long like I was trying to explain to him like you've never experienced this. So you you don't I am trying to help you here. Yeah, and I actually err on the side of, I try to err on the side of, like, if someone's telling me that that's a problem, I'm going to just agree. Or I'm going to say, okay, yeah. if I haven't experienced it personally, I've tried to do this. And someone tells me it's a problem, if I don't understand it, it's fine because it's upsetting someone else. But I can play both sides of that, too. With I can understand mm-hmm. Saying, yeah, but we're saying that this is this is their team. This is like we're saying when a, when a team picks a picks a mascot, right? Mm-hmm. Or they pick a yeah a mascot, they pick want to pick the strongest, most amazing thing. Now I don't know what happened with the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> I'm not sure, but nonetheless, you hopefully you want to pick something that's like mighty, strong, amazing. And so, my first instinct is that that is like we're saying that that. That is like the Braves were saying that they're like, yeah, but it's bothering somebody. Yeah, definitely. And it's a problem. Yeah. And it's ingrained in our culture and we need to change it. Well, it also like dehumanizes. Yeah. I mean, I understand it because I've read a lot to understand. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't understand it in an internal way because I haven't experienced it, but I understand what is bothersome for people about it and i understand why it needs to change yeah so when when rebranding from a terrible name that's Mm -hmm. that's problematic think about all of the brainstorming that you would have to do and then you have to like look at it from every angle and then just and if you're not a person who has experienced any kind of like discrimination or anything like like like, there are things you have blind spots that you can't exactly So, by the way, I won the argument with my coworker. I was like, no, this is the end of it. Like, yeah. the end. Yeah. And then it came up in the meeting with the client. And because I had educated them, <laughs> they were like, yeah, this is why we can't do that. Yeah. I'm just trying to help you guys. Like, I can see ahead. Yeah. Because of yeah. No, that's good. personal and- experiences. But... Yeah, and to your point about trying to come up with the new thing, like... <laughs> oh, my God. Like, first of all, you nightmare. have... You probably have some people in the room that are just, like, irritated that you have to do this, right? Yep. So you have that mentality, which is a roadblock for creativity, Mm -hmm. let's be honest. Mm -hmm. So they're already like, this is dumb. I wish we didn't have to do this. Okay, so those people aren't going to be helpful. Then you have the other people that... Everybody's got like an idea, but like I like this person. So much this attitude. This, this <laughs> jerk that's sitting in there. Well, you know, you know, there's some jerks in there that are like, "This is dumb. I don't want to do this. I don't know. Why don't we call them the? Who knows, right? Like, but then also like, there's so much pressure because these teams are like, people are so serious about their sports teams. Yeah, and so like 
the pressure, like you said, like to be in those rooms and like to try to figure it out. And to what's a good idea to me is okay. The Washington football team really needs to figure it out. My, uh, don't they? Washington football team sounds so sad. I know. Sad. I love saying it. <laughs> the Washington football team. I'm like, team. Washing, what are, who are Washington football team playing this week? <laughs> so I I agree with you, but I also agree. I also see why they wouldn't have done it for the COVID year. Sure. So like, I don't know what's going on. I'm hoping. I haven't looked into this. I'm really hoping they've got something figured out for the season. I feel like animals are always safe. Uh, yeah, except for I read somebody's post. Oh, no. Honestly, Maya. This is why this isn't my job. Somebody's post, which is someone, I'll tell you later. Is it about dolphins? <laughs> said, oh, well, pretty soon people are going to be like, no, you can't have animals because <laughs> what's the difference? People are just going to be so upset about that and they're going to say it's not fair to the animals. Let's just call it everybody just follow Washington football team's yeah. <laughs> example. And uh, we'll no, we can do animals. <laughs> can we do animals and we can do nature? Yeah. The cyclones. Yeah. The hurricanes. The rainstorms. <laughs> The oak trees. The oak tree. The mighty oak. Yeah. The loons. We have the loons. Yeah. Listen, we're good at this. Maybe what this else, should Maya? be our job. What else, Maya? The lilacs. That sounds soft. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, last the one. The tsunamis. There probably is something called the tsunamis. That's good. <laughs> tsunamis. I don't know. Tsunamis make me sad. They're fierce. Yeah, but they, like, destroy everything. And, and their opponents. And murder a lot of people. Including their opponents. I'm going to say denied to the tsunami. <laughs> okay. Amy. Yeah? Why is this happening? Jennifer, J-Lo, and Maya. Ben Affleck are back together. You explain this What are to we going to do with her? She loves love. <laughs> Maya, she is... She's out of control. She's such a hopeless romantic. <laughs> First she's with A-Rod, that awful guy. <laughs> now she's back with Ben. Benefer 2.0. How did this happen? Who knows, they're, Maya? They're Instagram official now. Yeah, I know. I saw. <laughs> and she looks amazing for 50. Yeah. Well, she looks amazing for anyone. She looks amazing. Period. Period. And it's full stop. And also, yeah, just amazing. I don't know, Maya. And from what I understand, he is the one that like <laughs> broke it off the first time. So if that's true and she's back with him, I'm just like so disappointed in this whole situation. Maybe he's great. He's not great. We already know this. He's a big problem, Maya. <gasps> he's so challenging to be with. That back tattoo he has is shocking. His back see. tattoo, his addiction issues. He's oh, always yeah. on and off the wagon. Him and his iced Dunkin' Donuts coffee taking out the garbage, Maya. He is a messy Didn't guy. He get involved with a babysitter or is that yes. somebody else? Okay. Maya, he's a mess. Maybe he's changed his ways. No, he hasn't changed his ways. <laughs> he's like on and off the alcohol train yeah. at any moment, which I know people struggle. I'm not judging personally. Understand it. But like he's messy. He is. And if you look at them together, she's over there like working out 
like doing pull-ups, doing like all these moves, and he's over there with his Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee. Like what? Is it because he's from Boston and that yes. like you can't take the Boston out of someone? That's exactly what it is. <laughs> I, I I I don't know what this phenomenon is because I've known people like this, like people sometimes who have are really together in a bunch of different parts of their life. They're successful in their work. They take care of themselves. They're super healthy. You know, they, they're, they're taking off all these boxes. But when it comes to like mm-hmm. love, mm-hmm. they're just, it's not. They can't, Maya, because that's, because like. Like you said, it's. Those old patterns, their pickers are broken. Yeah. And there's these old patterns that if you don't fix those. And you don't make an effort to fix that. You're going to keep picking the same person. You're just going to keep picking the same people. And like, it's, you know, and she's like, again, like she loves love. So she's just like a romantic and like, she's a boss. Like, come on. I know. Oh, everybody's like, this is so awesome. I'm so here for it. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand why we're going back. So this is denied. This is denied for the sauce. Yes. <laughs> I I don't know how to explain it to you, but I have like a weird I don't I don't know, like there's something in me that just wants to give him a pass and I don't I know, know Maya, because he's kinda hot. That's why. <laughs> is it? Yes, that's why. And that's probably why she's in this predicament. I don't know if it's just there's that. a hotness about him. And there's like this he's got a little bit of like a he's not like He's not like an A-Rod where there's like this egomaniac quality. There's a little bit of like a human of him where he's like, he actually does seem like if you talk to him, he'd be like, you know, yeah, I know I messed up. I'm working on it. Yeah. I'm like weirdly rooting for him. Exactly. I know. I know he's poisoned. So like. Right. So I'm, I'm the same. Like I want the best for him. I know. I understand. But Maya, yeah, no. Even when he's like in his like dad bod, like. Kind yeah. of gross, dumpy face. Yeah. They show those pictures of like, look at how gross he is. I'm like, he's actually not that bad. See, Maya? He's too irresistible for some reason. <laughs> we haven't even been around him. Just think of this. We're saying this from photos we see that are designed to make him look bad. And we're still thinking, yeah, maybe. Maybe. So who knows? That big he sp- probably smells great. I don't know, Maya. I love that you're You know, probably if you're around him, we were probably all just done. Yep. Donezo. So where are we going with this? I don't know. You're rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. Approved. <laughs> approved. It's approved. We all want Ben Affleck. What did we learn this week? We learned that when you are 46 and if you're a woman, yes. you can do whatever you want. It's great. You can be it. in the Olympics. You can start up tennis practice. You're going to have twins. You can do whatever. You can, you can go back date. out with <laughs> ben, Affleck. ben Affleck if you want. <laughs> whatever you want to do. I love it. It's a great lesson to learn. <laughs> it is. High five. High five. Okay. I have to go to the bathroom. Okay. And then we'll do our commercial. Oh, I can't wait.